What's up, Trash Pandas? Welcome to In Addition, where we try our best to find the treasure in the trash with your hosts, Tony P, Mike, Steph, and Swan. Slide us into your weekly podcast feed, or we'll wind down your Wednesday nights at twitch.tv slash NADDpod. Hey, what's going on, Trash Pandas? By the way, Stub, we call uh, our people are the Trash Pandas. Oh, it's perfect. Um, yes, yes, because it's a yeah. big dumpster fire. Uh, what is going on, Trash Pandas? It is another episode of In Addition. We got something a little, little different tonight. Mike nor Steph are here. They, um, I don't know what they're doing. They're, you know, a little lazy, probably just overslept. No, no, no. They're they're checking out a soccer match uh, that that Ooh. they had planned a long time in advance. So we had a spot. So so Emily reached out to her friend Stub. Stub, what is up? Not much, man. I'm uh, glad to be here. Uh, my normal Wednesdays for the uh, last 16-ish month or so have uh, been with uh, professional uh, drunks slash writers, PR people in the uh, booze industry. Um, and I said, hey, I don't need those people. I can come hang out with uh, other fun people instead and still drink a lot, right? Yeah, so, so you're taking yeah. a night off to hang out with us. Well, let's let's call it a night off, but no, it's it's a different <laughs> night. And I was, uh, yeah, when Swan reached out to me, I was very happy to uh, do it and uh, caught up with uh, the rebrand of you guys uh, last couple of weeks and uh, really loving what you're doing and uh, very happy to be here. That's awesome, man. I appreciate yeah. it. And I saw, um, as I was a little late today, sitting there eating dinner, saw you like followed the page and the Twitter. I was like, oh, that's the guy. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's <laughs> me. Yeah. In a minute. So, yeah. you know. Well, thank you for joining us, man. I, you know, Swan and I talked and I was like, who, who the hell is this guy? She's like, oh, well, he makes drinks and he does this and he does that. And he likes game shows. I don't even know how that came up because I cut her off. I said, okay, that's enough. I've heard enough <laughs> nice. ab about this guy. I was like, let's talk game yeah. shows. I got a funny story. Um, I, I work from home um, just recently. I mean, a mm -hmm. couple months ago, I started a new job working from home. Mm -hmm. uh, so I get up, I'm at home, I'm ready to go. Every day, unless someone schedules a meeting, I watch Let's Make a Deal and Price is Right. Ooh, it's, good, good combo. When you work at home, you can do that, you know, and I look forward to it. Um, you know, they're fun shows. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know what made me do it, probably because I was bored working from home. I went to the Let's Make a Deal website. They had a little thing for contestants. And apparently you can fill it out. And like two days later, the guy called me and was like, we're going to interview you to be a contestant on let's make a deal because they have a what they call their at homies um so <laughs> well, i don't know terrible, what happened but i love it it's so I'll, terrible. I'll keep everyone it. posted um but I'll, I'll let you know so i had game shows on the brain and then once she mentioned you like game shows i was like we got to talk about them yes. so that's that's the question what are your favorite game shows how did you get into game shows uh obviously like i said i i, I start off with uh you know, the, I think the end all be all number one is Price is Right, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's how I start off. But what do you guys like? Okay, but I, I have a very specific question to that because as right, we've talked we about rebrands before the show went live, how do you feel about the fact that that a very long running show has gone through a rebrand? Um, so, you know, I grew up with Bob Barker, as I feel like most of us probably did. Yes. Um, but he wasn't the first host. She's spayed because of that. Exactly. <laughs> um, but even Bob Barker wasn't the first host of Price is Right. He was my first host. It's like mm -hmm. a like a Doctor Who thing. <laughs> it know? really is. Um, 
And when they switched to Drew Carey, I it's been ten years now, by the way. They just mentioned stop that. Yeah, no, it's been Drew stop for a decade. It. So it's not even wow. really new. Okay, that's that's legitimately upsetting. And now I don't regret sending you that TikTok that I did about age because are you serious that it's been wow, 10 it's been years? A decade. And there's been people that come on the show that don't know Bob Barker. Like they grew up watching stop. Drew. No, stop. <laughs> I can't. So I was a fan of Drew Carey. I loved his stand up. I loved Drew Carey's show. Um, and even with that being said, I was skeptical and I wasn't happy with it. And I was like, I, I don't like change. I don't want Drew Carey. He's just, and the first season or two, it was kind of a, I think he started off a little slow, hmm. but he's in the groove now. He got it. Okay. Cause again, it's been 10 years. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. But okay, you guys, so, you're, oh, well, go ahead, Swan. I'm so happy that you mentioned Drew Carey because the go-to that I'm going to go to is whose line is it anyways? And Ooh. I know it is, you know, the points don't matter, mm-hmm. but it's one of my favorites because it is the most accessible improv I had ever been made aware of. And I'd always been very, very scared of improv because I was a dancer, not an actor, and I was an artist, not a performer in that sense. So Whose Line Is It Anyways was this beautiful mashup of all these different types of improv but it didn't matter. It was no. just distilled down to the quality of the performer. Mm-hmm. And I was unaware when I first started watching it, like I think on, oh gosh, it would have been maybe TBS at the time, then ABC family, then whatever it became, I can't even keep up anymore. So watching the reruns and I was unaware that it was a British show first. So then I had this beautiful experience of going back and watching all of the British version of it. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, this is a whole Mm -hmm. nother level. And Mm -hmm. speaking of rebrand, that one has also again, gotten a new host and is still enjoyable and funny so that's it, that's one of my favorites is it aisha tyler now is yeah she still doing it? yeah it's aisha yeah 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 it is. yes yes gosh uh ugh. you guys bring up drew carey so uh drew i i've got a special place in my heart for drew carey because he's a chubby funny guy who probably <laughs> made more of himself than he should have and i feel like i'm in that same boat uh drew carey and i also share another thing we're both marines uh ah. so i have that in common with him uh, when he was announced as the uh, new host of Price is Right, I also, Tony, was a bit skeptical, despite how much I, I, I loved his comedy. I loved his outlook. I loved just kind of his, you know, he was dry, a little inappropriate, but very still friendly and inclusive. And I loved that. Like, he didn't go all the way, you know, one way or the other with his comedy, even coming up as a stand-up. And I love that. And I thought, you know, this is a weird choice. He's going to be quirky for a daytime audience, especially taking over for Bob Barker. That said, I also worked from home. And I think at the time he took over, I was just finishing up my master's degree. So I was home during most of that time. And if I wasn't, I hit record on my DVR. And I watched every single Drew Carey episode of The Price is Right for the first three years whether I was home live watching it or I watched it on DVR while I was making dinner. And I saw immediately something that was awesome. He connects with people. Well, he's kind of this uh, middle America, every man. And I think that's what really got him. And I think even when he was a little sarcastic with contestants who were, you know, maybe a little, let's say over the top, um, he did it in a loving way that wasn't mean. And I think that's why he's done so well. And I don't watch the show every day anymore, but 
when I do catch it, I still think it's amazing and I love watching it. And then if I can leapfrog on, Swan said something about whose line is it anyway. And my first experience with another person who became a game show host was on whose line is it anyway. And that is Wayne Brady. And Tony, you mentioned this with Let's Make a Deal. Wayne Brady's knocking it out of the fucking park hosting Let's Make a Deal. He's, he's perfect. He's perfect. Oh, that's awesome. He's perfect. You know, what's funny is um, I, I hope they don't hear this, but <laughs> who's or um, uh, let's make a deal. Currently, it's not the greatest show. Oh, like, God, no, it never the, was. The games are limited. Right. It's it's there's not a lot of it's mostly luck. It's just, yeah. you know, and they always yeah. get like really silly contestants. So I got it. Oh, this guy does a weird dance. And OK, fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to your point. And, and funny enough, this was one of the questions. They said, what do you like about Let's Make a Deal? My res mm -hmm. my actual response was, it, it's just a positive, fun, friendly show. I was like, mm -hmm. even when people lose, everyone's having a good time. Everyone's smiling. It's a fun hour every day. Yeah. Um, and I was like, maybe that's too deep. Like, I should have just been like, I want to win a car! That's no, but, but I again, I feel like that's such a better answer. And if you don't get picked because you didn't give the... <laughs> less better answer like okay but that's that's a nice thing and there is so there's such a lack of like positive tv so much yeah. of the time that something that just you tune in you get joy from it it's a happy experience and then you're done like no that's a good thing and somebody in chat mentioned uh it was diana mentioned jonathan jonathan is the mm. co-host mm -hmm. or the announcer yes He's the announcer yes. um and they have uh him and they have the they have one model and they have a musician and it's like a little group like a little yeah. troop and they kind of play along and do things and um it's fun it's a fun show and to your point about drew he um he does this thing where you know people will win something and he's like oh, that's that's a pretty good chunk of change i'm like drew it's two thousand dollars right like i yeah. know that's not a yeah. big deal to you but you believe him when he says it, you know, yeah. like, oh, man, you've really yeah. won a lot. You did well. Hey, that's a good haul. You know, and I think it it's that cool, though, that every man aspect this guy of from Cleveland who grew up and uh, went in the Marine Corps Reserve and served as a Marine and then made his way up in the comedy world. Here's a weird thing about specifically the prices right since Drew's taken over when he gives the five hundred dollars out of his pocket when someone gets a price exactly right to get on stage. That is his money. And he's given away a hundred. I, I read this. I I don't know. The internet said it, but I saw it in a couple different places. He's given away a hundred and eighty-seven thousand dollars, giving away five hundred dollars at a time out of his coat pocket when someone gets the price exactly right. Since he has been the host of the show, that's crazy. How, I wonder how if awesome they, is that. I wonder that's if they all... tried to get rid of it. Yeah, and he was like, no, 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 we can't. Yeah, fuck do this. this. I'm gonna be a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I've I've done I've done well for myself. I've been to the Playboy Mansion. The Drew Carey shows in syndication on TBS. I never have to work another day in my life. I'm going to buy a fucking U, uh, uh, MLS soccer team, which has to be that has to be second only to starting a vineyard or buying a racehorse as far as making money, buying an MLS team. That has to be that. But yep. he did that because he loves it and he loves people and just realized who he was. So I, I adore that. And once again, I read that in a couple of different places. So I, I hope it's true. But, um, you know, Snopes on the internet, on it, so I don't know. You know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, but I like um, that, yeah, that genuine, yeah, the genuine quality of it. And I think oh. Drew does that really well. Yeah. And and as I was thinking and I was listening to you guys talk, uh, 
the genuine nature of it is what I always go to with Jeopardy. And I know that's the old person answer, but oh, I love yeah. it. I am terrible at Jeopardy. I know very little of it, but boy, when there's a moment where I can run that mm -hmm. whole category, I'm just mm -hmm. like, yes, mm -hmm. yes, I feel powerful. But mm -hmm. it was so cool. Um, I, I was sent a, a link to the interview that Alex Trebek did with the Nerdist. And I was like, mm -hmm. all right, this is weird. But it was such a cool kind of behind the scenes to see him and and just like we talked about the fact that now Drew's been doing this for 10 years, which I still can't wrap my brain around, but the amount of time that Alex Trebek spent with Jeopardy and that like it was his thing, but he just fit. And it was so cool to hear him talk about what he brought mm -hmm. to the show and how he approached it and just this kind of zen way he did it and even though like as i'm sitting there watching it with my family i'm yelling at him for being pretentious to the yeah. to the contestants but i'm just like but i still love it i will still seek it out and watch it even though i'm not watching a current episode i'm watching a rerun but i love it absolutely i agree it's you know and even reruns of jeopardy you know it's not like it was spoiled for you or anything no no right. of course not oh <laughs> You mean, Honestly, some of the older ones are a good refresher. I was like, you, oh, yeah, that river is a thing that I should have known. Oh, oh, Tony, you mean you don't remember all your astrophysicist uh, 200 <laughs> to $1,000 questions from uh, yeah. whenever? You know, so, every now and then, like, a Pluto question comes yeah. up. You're like, oh, that didn't age well. <laughs> oh, Alex said Uranus. <laughs> yeah. Never know. Um, I randomly, um, what was I, like, Game Show Network or something, had Hollywood Squares oh. password double show hour. <gasps> All right, so we got is that Bergeron and Bert Convy? Is that way the... older, way before Bergeron? Oh shit, even um, before Bergeron on the squares. I will uh, who was chat about squares it. On... But so here's the thing: yeah. the the square password combo show, and again, yeah. it's yeah. a combo show. Yeah. Only lasted one season. Yes, but it blew yeah. my mind. So they did yeah. password first. Yep. And then the lady who won was like, all right, now you go to Hollywood squares and they yes. rolled out more people yes. yeah, and cool. like built yeah. onto it. And she yeah. took on the existing, it's like, yeah. what the hell is going yeah. on? You want password. Here's Phyllis Diller in the center square. Yeah. It was, I, I, you know, I love those old game shows. Um, and I had never seen that. I was like, mm. how have I missed this? But mm. again, it, oh, I think I said password match game. Oh, it's it was match the game. match yes. game Hollywood Squares hour. Yes. I expected, yes. okay, they're going to show one. It's going to end. They're going to show another one, right? Wrong. Everybody. They combined them. Mm. Uh, it was Gene Rayburn. Gene Rayburn. Gene and Rayburn. Nope. John Bowser Bauman. <laughs> wow. That's a name I've <laughs> totally forgotten, by the way. The yeah. password host. Yeah. And, and, and. They each participated in each other's show. So, like, yes. they didn't hang out in the back. Correct. The dude was, like, part of the show. They just and came out. was like, all right, I'm going to go host now. I was like, well, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. What kind of cheapo production is that? <laughs> uh, oh, so I, I have to call out uh, chat right now because okay. I'm having a moment. because, And it's funny because this is not something that I actually watch on, we'll say, syndicated TV. This is something I go mm -hmm. to YouTube and seek out. But we are talking about Countdown, 8 Out of 10 Cats, and Big Fat Quiz Show. And these are all my, Ooh. oh my gosh, do I love British co like comedy Pump shows. shows. Yeah, yes. Shows. Because it's it's the same mm -hmm. group of people, and it is so fun. Again, as we talked about, whose line is it anyways? 
whenever you watch any British TV, you keep seeing this, seeing the same people because their pool is a little bit smaller than America's. But it's great because they have this unspoken comedy with each other and Mm. humor, and it's something totally different. And it's just, it is the absolute nonsense that I am here for, and I love it. And it is especially funny to me when, especially with Big Fat Quiz Show, you'll have nine out of the 10 people mm. be the British comedians and then like one American. You're like, Oh, mm. you tried. You're cute. Yeah. You, you tried to keep up with everybody yeah. else, but you really didn't, but it's just, it is, it is a different viewing experience. And I will definitely say, I will pick that over maybe not game shows, but like reality TV when it comes to that stuff, I will go mm. to big that quiz show and I will watch reruns of that that I've already watched rather than something else because I just enjoyed that type of environment so much more. Ooh. Someone in someone in chat asked, um, "When is Levar Burton hosting?" I don't know. It's upcoming. Um, yes. I think we're two weeks from that. By the way, I was okay. reading that. Awesome. I was reading Thank that you. actually yesterday before we were talking about what we were talking about today. Levar's coming up. Everyone thinks he's already the guy, though, right? And and he very well. Sh- I mean, he's an obvious choice. But let's see how he does first. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm rooting for Levar. But I am too. He got to get through. He doesn't just get to skip the, mm-hmm. you know, the 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 yeah. tryout. No. Um, yeah. There's a no lot of time people... travel on Jeopardy. I'm sorry, this isn't Star Trek, buddy. But <laughs> a lot of people did like no. Maya Bialik. Um, yes. she did well. She was great. Yeah. Uh, this this week is Savannah Gunthrie from uh, Good Morning America. No. Nope. Today's show. Today's show. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> So it's watch okay. this. We also can do this. We can just. Oh, well, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I feel like I let you down, Stubb. I'm sorry. No, you did not. No. Here's the other thing. I have a love hate with Savannah Guthrie. And I am a my morning shows. I'm a Today Show guy. I've had a love hate relationship with her since she came on the Today Show. I think she's a great journalist. I don't personally think she is great at the uh, lighter side of things. Um, I think it comes off as fake. So I've not seen her on Jeopardy. I've not seen uh, any of her Jeopardy. So I don't want to lean in on that too far and say anything. But I've just traditionally had a little bit of a love-hate. I think she's a great journalist. I think she's an intelligent woman. I think she's great. But this kind of back and forth, I think it's a thing that she's had to learn a little bit. It doesn't come natural to her to be kind of fun and playful on camera. And she's gotten better at it over the years. And I think that's because she's worked with some of the same people over the years, at least on the today show from what I've seen. But um, yeah, her is jeopardy. I don't know. I've not seen it yet. I have them recorded. So I mean, I'm going to watch them, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't it, feel like she's going to be a front runner for me. You're right. That's a tough, like to yeah. come from that, you know, political <clears throat> gamut, yeah. like those discussions right. to, oh, right. you know, let's get silly. Like, yeah, I I feel like most people are one or the other. Yeah, you know, and it's 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 hard to skirt that line. I even when I try to hide, I'm like everyone knows I'm I'm just a doofus and clowning around, you know, like I, yeah. you know. So yeah, that's 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 a tough one. I did like now someone that does it well, but I think secretly they're a silly person is Anderson Cooper. Yes. And yes. he hosted and he did a great job. I just liked his yes. voice and his cadence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and no, so he's it gotta... fit. But I think what you made you that point of is there's a very specific skill set that comes from 
doing a hard hitting interview or mm-hmm. even something on the Today Show that is is obviously not like heavy, heavy duty, but <laughs> is a more journalistic input. Yes. Whereas yes. the understanding that a lot of the game show contestants aren't TV personalities, aren't used to being on TV, don't have that natural comfort in front of the camera. Yep. And if you want to hear more about that, uh, you should check out the DragonCon panel that the In Addition crew did. That's going to show during DragonCon. Little plug for us there. Yes. But there is a level of comfort in that. And as much as I rag on Alex Trebek and all of those, they are able to get genuine conversations and comfort out of people who are not camera ready. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's a part of it with someone coming into it who's used to having someone who's a little bit more mm. interview ready. So yeah. I, I think that's an important balance. And I think it is what makes game shows better. Like I always think of Steve Harvey, who is dealing with the most insane reactions oh, and yeah. his reactions are then even better to it. But it's because he knows how to play that specific moment and hold and pause and then capitalize on it. I agree with you. I think Steve Harvey is an old school type of comedian. He's never been He's never been dirty or filthy ever that I know of, unless I've missed something early in his career. Um, he's a little bit, you know, body kind of one eyebrow raising, like, should I say this in front of my mama kind of thing? <laughs> and I say that, you know, I mean, he's from Kentucky. I'm from Texas. Like, I still feel like that's still a Southern thing a little bit. Like, oh, there's things you don't say in front of mama mm-hmm. um, in that way. <laughs> but he can still put it out there a little bit and every now and again cross that line, but he's never done it. But somehow he brings out in people the best. And when he makes fun of them, once again, it's a good natured ribbing. It's not, I am dressing you down in front of America on national television. Exactly. Um, and I think he's a great uh, host. With that, though, can I turn the tables around? Um, we've had so many hosts of Family Feud. <laughs> Who was the best ever host of Family Feud, in your opinion? I mean, I who was the guy from our, our quote unquote our time? I don't know how old you are, but what did we grow up you're, on? You're you're probably thinking of Richard Dawson, British British actor. Yeah. Who, who was after kissed, Dawson? Who right, just literally out. kissed every woman? Uh, Ray Combs. Oh, Ray Combs was after Dawson. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we like had James then, Bond. Well, thing. Ray 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 Combs decided on his own, um, without being too graphic, that he didn't want to host anything anymore. Um, so, um, and then we had uh, Louis Anderson was there for a while. Okay, that's when there was that jump. All right. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was terrible. Louis Anderson, and I love Louis Anderson. <laughs> I love Louis Anderson on stage, but he was so terrible at that. Diana you can't put your said Al yeah. puts the snore in Borland. <gasps> Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we had Rich. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, is it Richard? Richard Carn? That's his name, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he hosted for a while. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Richard Dawson though. And the cool here's the cool thing about Richard Dawson. He's a little bit cap. He's the Captain Kirk of the game show world. Because <laughs> you remember the big thing in Star Trek back in the day is Captain Kirk as a white man kissed a black woman on camera that aired on national television richard dawson would literally kiss any woman on stage regardless of color creed or whatever he's like bring it in baby i'm all here and um that's what i grew up on like that to me that was was richard dawson yeah very much up there dawson to me up there with barker and that you know you know they probably weren't the best of people 
Like, right. Well, um, eh, I don't Barker, know. I think I think some you know way after the day people are like, oh, Barker, this Barker, that. Eh, yeah. he's ninety seven now. But um, yeah. it was, and I mean, it's not an excuse, but it really was a different time. Sure, different culture then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was Dawson. I came up on. It was. Um, it absolutely had to have been. Yeah. But to answer your question, I feel like Steve Harvey took it to another level and probably has made it the most popular it's ever been. Um, I I don't know about ever been ratings. I'd have to argue with you on that a little bit. But I will say that Steve Harvey and I've talked to the rib about this as we're watching, you know, the new primetime iteration of it. I'm like, Steve Harvey is like the perfect guy to do this. Like he's just once again, he's very Drew Carey in that way. He's just kind of this every man a little bit. I mean, I know he gets all, you know, cool. I got my perfect dress and everything he's you know, made those, a little more are, proper his line of clothes by oh the i way. oh i totally know oh, the steve I, harvey collection I'm, I'm not gonna lie as a short <laughs> as a shorter chubbier guy at one point i bought a steve harvey suit and i'm like mm, i thought this would be a little longer on me but and inappropriate <laughs> but it was fine um yeah but he i think he's great i think he speaks to everyone and he speaks to uh, you know the the bell curve of american experience and the jokes that we all make around our kitchen tables or inside our own homes together. And yeah, he's, he's a great host. I agree. I would agree. I would say Richard Dawson, then Steve Harvey, absolutely hands down two best hosts of that show. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. So watch what we do. Well, one thing real mm. quick, you mentioned the rib, just so people know that yes. is your, your spouse. Yes. Um, you know, you keep her name out your mouth for obviously privacy reasons, but that when you refer to the rib, Yes, it that is, your is spouse. That is indeed my wife of um, a lot of years. More years than <laughs> I, not more years than I would like to say we're married, but more years than I'd like to say because I don't feel like we are that old to have Getting been old, married. buddy. I get it. I get it. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah. So here's what we do. We do this really bad transition, um, and then we go into what we call. It's only love. bad if you make it bad. So watch this. I love game shows. You know what else I love? <laughs> what else do you love, Tony P? Fathers, dads. No. It's Father's Day. Y'all don't forget, um, as we're watching this live, it's Wednesday. And thank you for hanging out at twitch.tv slash pod. But it is Father's Day on uh, Sunday. If you're listening to this after the fact and you missed it, you better fix it. Go get a card or something. Um, yeah, not everyone is a father, but everyone has a father. So happy Father's Day, y'all. Uh, as always, thank you so much for hanging out. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts on Twitch, Twitter, did we ever decide on the Instagram? I think we have the yeah, Instagram. Instagram. Okay, yeah, Instagram. It's also in addition pod. I need to update it more, but I also need to solicit art from you guys. So hey, we'll it's work there. On that. Yeah, we'll we'll do it. We'll work on that. So thank y'all so much for listening. Don't go away. We have another episode. Stub is sticking out, sticking around. Stub is sticking <laughs> out is what I just said. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. We I won't. can't tell them from the camera angle, but he is sticking around, hanging out. Only with when us it's warm outside for a couple more episodes, <laughs> y'all. And if you want to hear more from me. You can find me and the Tony P Oddcast at TonyPHenderson.com. All right. Now we play the outro video. Thanks so much for listening, Trash Pandas. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your platform of choice. And join the conversation with us on twitch.tv slash inadd pod at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central every Wednesday night.